son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project UP, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. everybody together and sorting out who was going to play where, which pitchers would be in which roles, who would be in the starting rotation, I couldn't have come close to predicting who would be this team's top performer among the starting pitchers. Not even in the solar system. Now, now I'm feeling pretty comfortable with saying it's JT Brubaker. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. The Pirates lost to the Padres here in San Diego last night, 4-2. I was at Petco Park Covering that for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Hope you can check out the full column I've got up on the website this morning. And nothing out of that game impressed me more than Brubaker. In fact, I don't know that there's another player on the roster, at least not a young guy that's uh, developing and might not have been as much of a known commodity as others. Like, for example... Look, easily the top actual performer on the team is Richard Rodriguez. Dude's made 14 appearances, given up one hit. I mean, that's freakish. That almost makes him such an outlier that you don't even need to compare him to anybody. But there were a bunch of bullpen arms, and we knew that, and we've seen that. And there's been any number of guys, Kyle Crick, Sam Howard, David Bednar, Dwayne Underwood Jr., even though he ended up getting tagged with the losing runs here last night. There's been a bunch of them. And it's been really, really consistent from day one. But again, saw that coming. Saw that coming. Saw all those live arms. Had no idea what would come from the rotation. I kind of hoped it would be Mitch Keller because that struck me as an ideal scenario. The number seven prospect in all of baseball just a couple years ago. If the Pirates could turn him and his golden stuff into something really special, the organization would be that much better prepared for the very near-term future, maybe faster than most people think, because don't forget, number one overall pick coming up in July, and I'll be stunned if that isn't a starting pitcher. And then along came Brubaker, who apparently nobody told he couldn't be that guy. And he has been that, and he was very much that in that game last night. The numbers aren't going to floor you here, five innings, Two runs, 
home run, six hits, three walks, seven strikeouts. But you had to have seen this. You had to have witnessed how he commanded himself, how he responded to the home run by coming back, bang, bang, with strikeouts. Tons of toughness there. Uh, all kinds of, of aggressiveness to his approach. Uh, he's fun to watch in that sense. He, he got a little animated after giving up that home run. He felt that the pitch was a mistake. He felt it didn't do what he wanted it to. And he had a bunch of those. Derek Shelton would say after the game that he felt that Brubaker didn't have his best stuff, and Brubaker acknowledged as much, and in particular pointing out that his slider had almost nothing going on, so he couldn't really keep hitters as honest and as off his fastball as he'd like. This happens only to every single pitcher in existence, by the way. Sometimes you just have a pitch that doesn't do anything for you. You don't even know why. It just ain't happening. And he didn't have it, but he kept coming. He kept coming. There were a significant amount of base runners. There were three errors committed. One of them by Brubaker himself. He threw the ball into right field. He tried to firing a bullet to Colin Moran at first base on a squibber, and it ended up uh, going well over Moran's head. Now, he didn't pay for that with a, a run, but that's because he battled out of it. He's not the type to get rattled. Every pitcher says that. Not every pitcher does it. Not every pitcher backs it up. I am all here for JT Brubaker and his breakout. I think that this could end up being one of the most significant things that comes out of this season, even if he doesn't continue to perform at this level, you know, keeping his ERA under three and everything. Uh, that might be asking a bit much, especially with the home runs and everything else that happened now in baseball. But he's an answer. He's a part of the solution. He's a component to the rotation, to borrow Ben Charrington's phrase, when the Pirates are winning again. Not talking about 2021. I'm talking about whenever it is that it happens. However long it takes the number one overall pick to get up here. That probably won't be very long if you look at the history of those. You're talking about a year and change. And this is, this is a find for this organization. Brubaker's 27 years old. I mean, he's not a child, but he's also not some grizzled vet. He has the competitive spirit that you want to see, but unlike the competitive spirit that we see in some guys, including some on this staff, like let's say, for example, Chad Cool where you see all that emotion and everything else, and he's super fired up, but all it does is hurt him. All it does is hurt him. As soon as the other side gets men on base, he becomes a different pitcher. Why? He just gets, you know? Brubaker just buckles down, man. Just buckles down. 
And you know why? It's because he doesn't just have the emotion and the spirit and the other. He's got the stuff. He's got the stuff. We in this business, and I'm talking about, you know, reporters and and and, and others in the media, we love to make a big deal out of intangibles. You know, mostly because I think people love to read and hear about them. You know, the courageous story, though. The, the, the tough kid who persevered. Those are fine in isolation. Give me a picture with stuff on top of that. That's what JT Brubaker is. And good on all concerned, uh, including Oscar Marine and Derek Shelton for bringing this out of him. But better yet for this kid, because he's had some injuries Missed almost all of 2019 due to an injury where he, I think everyone feared he was going to have to get shut down surgically. He didn't. Toughed it out. Battled through it. Here he is. Here he is. He looks like a big part of this moving forward. When we come back, just one question. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It go down. It go down in the deal. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's time for just one question, and that's brought to you always on this program by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park and directly adjacent to Mike's Beer Bar, the companion-slash-sister venture over there on that part of the North Shore. North Shore Tavern is the home to steak on a stone, a meal that has to be experienced as much as it is to be eaten, And it's also the home to the only pirate sports bar really on the planet. Uh, You can go through the entire place and find memorabilia back to front. And at a time like this, when the Pirates are out here on the road, and the next stop after here in San Diego will be in Chicago for a weekend set at Wrigley Field, 
North Shore Tavern is a perfect place to stop and enjoy the good offerings and the good people that are there, but also, you know, watch the game and watch the game with other Pirates fans. No other place that I can think of that you can go where you can guarantee to be surrounded by Pirates fans as opposed to, you know, people, oh, put the basketball game on or put the hockey game on or whatever. North Shore Tavern, check it out. Today's question comes from C. Wilkins, who says, When will it be time to add Todd Frazier to the DFA Patrol? For anybody who doesn't know, I refer to the Pirates' rotating cadre of terrible outfielders in print now as the DFA Patrol. I even added poor Hunter Owen to that group before he'd taken a single at bat last night. This kid, by the way, makes it to the majors at age 27, which is pretty late to be making it to the majors. He's had to overcome all kinds of adversity along the way, which is usually part of a story like that. And he gets here, he strikes out a couple of times. The third time he's up, he gets hit on the fingers and impressively just runs right down to first to take his base, which I would too because you don't know how long you're going to be in the majors. You don't know if you're going to have another chance. And the one regret you wouldn't have or you wouldn't want to have for the rest of your life is that you never even went down to first base. So he went. like It wasn't a sprint, but it, it, it wasn't a jog either. Shelton said afterward, by the way, that he thinks that those fingers are uh, bruised, that there's not a break, so we'll see how long he's out. But yeah, I put him on the DFA Patrol too, so before anybody gets all syrupy here, DFA Patrol, plain and simple to me, is just Anthony Alford, Dustin Fowler, Kai Tom, um, everybody who's played out there. I'm sure I'm missing a few. They've had a lot of guys rotating around Brian Reynolds in one form or other. And now, of course, Gregory Polanco's out as well with what's presumed to be COVID or something related to COVID. So technically speaking, Todd Frazier is not eligible for DFA patrol. But since I completely made it up, I am open to expanding what DFA patrol constitutes. Frazier pinch hit in the ninth inning and bounced out. He's now one for 23, which is worse than Alfred Fowler and any of those guys who have already been DFA'd. So unless the the brass is keeping him around for his charm, uh, I'm not sure what he would still be doing here once Kebrian Hayes comes back. That is the that's the real uh, pivoting point here, because you're not going to be moving uh, a Philip Evans or other players who can play other positions, even if Frazier was hitting okay. You know, I mean, even if that was the case, you still couldn't have somebody who can basically only play first base and maybe can play a little bit of third. Shelton's not carrying a ton of bench guys. You know, he's still got the 14-man pitching staff. So he's he's got to be the guy that's the most on the bubble. I've been no fan of the work of Tom either, other than, you know, he's good at drawing walks. 
can't really hit the ball. You I mean, did have the sack fly last night, but I haven't seen much there. Um, none of these players, why are we even talking about them? They don't matter. They don't matter. Brubaker matters. This other stuff is just, it's filler. It's roster filler, and it's time killer. That's it. There's nothing else to this. You know, I, I don't mean to be a, a downer here, but, you know, th this team's not going to be contending for anything. This is fun that they've been a little bit more competitive than maybe most expected, that they don't look like they're going to be the catastrophe that almost everyone had predicted. But, you know, it is what it is. This isn't your contending pirates. This isn't it. So these guys and what they do or don't do or whatever really doesn't matter. And I, I'm really, I'm not that far from shifting my own focus as it applies to this team uh, even more than I had entering the season. You know, I, I'll say it again. It's fun. Them winning, you know, and, and being competitive with the Padres and these other good teams that they've played, That's that's been neat. But it it doesn't matter. Todd Frazier doesn't matter. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. While I've been out here in San Diego, I'll have one more episode from out here tomorrow. Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.